I don't know why I, I just wrote this gift of the day and didn't think of the fact that this is along the lines of a Johnny Cash song. And mm-hmm. there was no intention to that because I was thinking specifically about why I wrote it. And now for the, I'm seeing it for the first time after writing it. And I'm like, huh, we could easily have used the intro music as a Johnny Cash song. But we didn't because I was too damn lazy to try to look it up and find the the version that I could use that's not copyrighted. So there you have it, which, which is funny because now you and I are having this conversation and nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. I know, about. exactly. So let's, <laughs> let's make them privy to what we are talking about today's gift of the day on Sunday, gratitude, walking a fine line. Yes, yes. Um, I've got to ask, is the honeymoon over Italy or will I accept your one minor flaw? I don't know, sweetheart. Oh, do tell. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm going to I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept it. Okay, so what <laughs> happened? <laughs> well, as I alluded to yesterday, uh Cinque Terre, five lands, five different very individual from a lot of different perspectives, uh small cities are linked. They're linked by a train. The train can get you from one end of the five cities to the next in like 10 minutes and in between like literally going from one town to the next is two minutes this is how fast the train moves and how mm-hmm. direct it is it's genius but then you've got idiots like me who are like well can't we hike there and there are trails and when people think of Cinque Terre, they don't necessarily think of this as like a prime hiking spot Right. Because it's and I'm encouraging people to do their research on this and to look at how rugged this shit is. Everything's cliffs. Everything's a hillside. Mm -hmm. Everything's sheer. Everything's very, very um, it's it's different. It's almost like a shale type of rock. It's slippery. It's very sharp. It's it's not friendly. Okay, but there are a network of breathtaking, and I say that on many different levels. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The views are breathtaking, but then (laughs) the difficulty is breathtaking as well. All these different trails. So am I the type of person to hike up the hill to the train station, or am I the idiot that's going to try to navigate these funky-ass trails? Yes, I just heard everyone answer all at once. Yeah, Yeah. naturally (laughs) I decided to accept the challenge and see what all the fuss was about. What's the hubbub? And I researched <laughs> the best routes from Vernazza and started my ascent, which, by the way, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. And it's kind of it's kind of neat. There aren't signs. There are little red and white uh, hand painted symbols that say that you're on the right trail. So you keep seeing these red and white little uh, markers and you know that you're still on the right trail. It's sort of like 17 mile drive in Pebble Beach, as long as you're it's on the red. Dot. Very. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You're right because of the uh, the the red line. Is it a red dotted line in the center? Yeah. Of the other. Yeah, yeah. So it's very similar. And I wonder now <laughs> that you're saying that because Vernazza was way before Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Maybe they took a cue from that. Yeah. Could have. So, you know, I don't want to steer people wrong. This 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 hike that I'm about to talk about is extraordinarily challenging, even for someone who's as athletic athletic as I am and someone who hikes all the time. I keep talking about how much I hike in a day, right? I got 100,000 steps the other day. Mm-hmm. And this challenged Jeez. me. Now, that said, I saw elders, serious elders on this trail. They had the little hiking, what do you call them, sticks or whatever? Sticks. They look like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they're kind of like ski poles, but they have little mm-hmm. nubs on the bottom. Right. 
And here's the thing. Speaking of steps, it's it's less about the amount of steps that you're walking. It's more about the type of steps, the constant focus on the terrain. Okay. See, I'm good at that. I don't, when, when I hike, I don't always, like I have to stop to look up. I won't hike and be looking around. I'm super focused on the terrain. So it sounds like that's exactly what you have to do here. Interesting. You should say that because that's not who I am typically. And at the end of all this, when I got to my destination in Monterosso and started to write, I recognized that while my legs hurt in a pleasant way because I got the exercise and I was constantly flexing my quadriceps because I was having to be conscious about the shifts and elevation and the ragged rocks and, and the where I'm putting my legs and where I'm putting my feet. You know what hurt the most was my neck because I was constantly looking, looking down, down. Mm-hmm. and I that never do sense. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was less about uh, option <laughs> and yeah, more about survival. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's, it's super precarious. And some of the slopes uh, are straight down. Like you're looking at treetops and there's no railing. And it's the, the other thing is the width the width of the trails is like, I'm I'm lugging a backpack and I'm too wide for some of the trails at some points. I'm like, mm-hmm. how is this even legal? What the hell's going on here? That's so crazy. So that said, you can imagine, Michelle, that common sense would dictate that you would wear what on your feet? Something with laces. Right. With some sort of tread, something that would facilitate a hike. Well, generally tread follows laces. Right, right. <laughs> what do you figure I walked in? Oh, I have no doubt. Flip-flops. <laughs> yeah, my flip-flops. In fact, I don't even have my shoes. I didn't pack shoes. So, what? if it's not if it Oh no, I didn't. You are so unconventional. I'm I am. Although, mm, no shoes or at the most flip-flops. So, there I am. I'm I'm entering, I'm entering onto the trail and I sent you this photo. I sent you the video. Yes. It's an illustration of a sign that's very clearly flip-flops with a red circle and a line through it, is it not? Yes, and then you also sent me an article where yes. it goes in depth about these trails, and I don't want to spoil anything, so we'll keep going, but it's fascinating. So yes, you start off the video with the camera pointed down at your toes wearing flip-flops. And then you see the sign that has the big old flip-flops, cartoony flip-flops with a huge red diagonal line circled. Absolutely no. No flip-flops allowed. Right. That's the universal like nonverbal language of you're not supposed to wear flip-flops, genius. But I was unable to read the the, the specifics. Like was it just like uh, maybe you don't want to do this, you know, because all there it was in four different languages, as you saw. But for some odd reason, none of those languages were English. So I just made the assumption that it meant not advised or not recommended, like PG-13, right? Yeah. It's not It's not like X, right? It's not like... We are not liable for your Right, for your Exa- death exactly. Totally what I'm used to in the United States. It's if you they fuck up, it's on you. They have to just post it, yeah. Right. So I'm quarter of the way up the trail. And when I say up, it's up. It is up. Mm-hmm. It is fucking up. And when I'm coming back down the other side, people are looking at me and they're like, how, how close are we to where the steps stop? And I'm like, brother, you're halfway. And they're just like, oh God. Or people were like, 
how many steps? And I'm like, oh, you're like 15 steps away. They're like, oh, Jesus, thank God. I mean, it's that bad, right? People were looking mm-hmm. at turning around. Yeah. And just when you think you've reached your limit, you're at the top. So I'm quarter way through the trail and I'm stopped by a tour guide, a paid tour guide. And to keep in mind, I'm off season, right? So this right. tour guide's doing his thing and he interrupts his tour, speaks in English to me Shit. and says, uh, dude, you can't be on this trail with these flip-flops. They were officially banned and they're illegal and it, it's it's a penalty. And the first the first penalty is you getting expelled from the park for life. You're not able to come back. Oh my God. And I'm uh, like, what? And he's not able to do that. Like, how are you gonna remove me from the park? He's not able because he's not oh he's not law enforcement. Huh. So he's basically telling me now that I'm a quarter of the way in, I have to turn around. I'm like, oh hell no. Right. So I kind of shrugged him off. Uh, but then as I'm walking away, he's like, do you want to hear what the second penalty is? And I'm like, uh, well, I guess I don't have a choice. And you have an audience, so now you, you have to tell me. <laughs> he says, it's a fine. And I'm okay. like, whatever. And he says, 28. And I'm thinking, okay, $28. 2,800 euro, which is basically $3,000 for wearing my fucking flip-flops what on a hike. earth? So did you take them off? <laughs> Can you go barefooted? <laughs> so uh, that was another good question. Like, all right, so nobody says anything about bare feet. So right. why don't I just take them off? But I'm telling you, the rocks that I'm walking on would shred your feet. Okay. No, it's not like Dubrovnik at all. It, it, this this is shred time. In fact, I leaned against the wall at one point of these rocks because sometimes you have to. And I cut uh-huh. my hand open. <gasps> Wow. These rocks don't play. They are shale. It is like volcanic rock. I don't know. Suffice it to say, when he said that I was risking a $3,000 penalty, I was shocked. But you know me. At the same time, I was incredibly energized by the risk involved. <laughs> yes, you got this shot of adrenaline. Yeah, so he actually got irritated with me. Um, of course. Because I, I said, hey, you know, thank you for the advice. And you know what? If it happens, it'll make a great story. And I just kept walking. Yes. And he got he got mad. Like he thought I should have listened to him, but I didn't. And again, I'm just going to go. I'll be chalked up to one of the millions of Americans that pissed them off. Right. Uh, but I completed it. Um, and I, I, along the along the ride, though, I'm walking up these these start these sharp slopes and stuff. And uh, people were amazed by it and people would stop me. And I got a ton of praise. There was one guy in broken English said, the last true man on the planet, bravo. And I'm like, wow, this is interesting. Because they knew I was not only breaking the rules, but I was also risking a $3,000 fine. They were like, good on you, man. Right. Fuck the man. Do what you need to do. So to say the least, those who noticed did remark. And I'll be honest, I had no plan B. There's no way to hide from these the Gestapo from yeah. the from the flip flop Gestapo. I, if if they should pop out somewhere, uh, I'm a sitting duck because I'm. Not, what am I going to do? Hide in the bushes? <laughs> there are no bushes <laughs> <Right>. to hide in. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> oh, but I got to tell you, as I descended today down into Monteroso, I felt incredibly inf- incredibly fortunate. No arrest, no removal, no fine, creating yet another unique and cherished memory. Enhancing an already wonderful one that would presented itself in the path, but adding the additional risk of the flip flops just sent it over the edge, pun intended. 
<laughs> oh, and I have to say, oh, I forgot. I have to, again, as part of the, the remarkable memories, I have to do a quick shout out to one of the new listeners we have. His name is John. What's up, John? From Sausalito. He was wearing a Giants hat and when I come up oh. upon him and it was the first time I didn't say um, uh, ciao. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're an Eng- you're American. And he's uh, listening to us today and, and we had a great conversation and he's now going to call Italy home, which I hope to do in the very near future and uh, literally crossed paths, um, discussed the flip-flops and the concept of tomorrow is not promised and dying with memories, not dreams. And uh, even as we walked the edge of the world in Cinque Terre, I, I found myself spreading the message of the Red Kite movement and the gift of the day. And the message has always been well received, especially here in Italy. Oh, it's it, these people get it. They oh, get I it. I love that. So a big, huge thank you to John. I, I needed the break in, in the walk. We talked for a good 15 minutes, uh, literally standing on a cliffside, uh, speaking of memories today you are now rolled into this memory john so i appreciate your time and um well i'm sure we'll cross paths at some point you got my email address yada yada so again here we are as we're watching the sun set here in Rosso. i've got my wine i've got my laptop open i'm smoking a cigar i'm podcasting from a cafe adjacent to where i just got a haircut and a shave I hear that homework bell going off, and Michelle, I'm expecting something phenomenal from you today. What do you got? Oh, good. I hope I hope I can deliver. You know, listening to today's gift of the day just brought up so much for me, and I wonder how many of the listeners are authentic. How authentic are mm. you being? Um, do you ever get stopped by a stranger, or do random people spark up? random conversations with you and if the answer is yes quite often congratulations you are authentic and interesting enough that people want to know more and if your answer is no let's quiet that filter and work on bringing the real you into the spotlight so i want to know what is one thing you will not suppress today god wow of all the conversations we've had over time, um, obviously at bare minimum 612, um, <laughs> but you and I talk a lot, even, you know, strangely enough, I think most people are like, how the hell are they good friends enough to talk this much? We, we talk just as much, I think, offline as we do mm-hmm. online. Why it, it took so long for me to arrive at what you just said and how I didn't see it in the bigger picture of things, the reason why people engage most most often is because you offer something unique. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Huh. And they're curious enough to ask you about it. Right. Wow, and that's a spoiler alert for uh, something I'm going to share with you. I'm going to do some editing on a video I just created. Um, and and it was shocking to me that, that I got attention from it in, in the moment. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. The, the timing is perfect. Awesome. Wow. Speaking of perfect timing, get out there and fly that kite. Yaw, Cokey. Cool